hear me? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, I, I still feel it. like I'm way louder than you though. It's just I'm a tar- general thing. I'm turning <laughs> me down by like a lot. <laughs> hey guys. Hello. We have. We're back. <laughs> You're like we're back. We're back. Well, I mean, I've been so so many things. Yeah, and I mean now, like we finally get down to do this, and I like pull up our thing, and it's all of a sudden like Lauren's microphone just doesn't work at all. <laughs> and there's no reason why. Yeah, like we haven't even touched it, and it's just like, oh, just kidding. I don't want to work for you. But anyway, how was your New Year's Eve? We literally haven't seen each other. Since I know then. it was really good. We spent it at Megan and Isaiah's. We had a really good time. Oh yeah, we talked about it, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to see each other because yeah, text, you texted me. <laughs> yeah, we were both like we had the same night, just not yeah, together. We just weren't together, but we're like literally the exact same night. It was a lot of fun. It was. I hope you guys all had a lot of fun mm-hmm. too. We did. Um, you want to just jump into our stories? Sure. Do you have a ghost one today? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because I did a murder. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought we left off on. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go first, though, because I think it's my turn. This is the murder of Lacey Peterson. That sounds familiar. I told you that I was going to do it. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So I'm really, really obsessed with this story. Um, I'm kind of interested because it's like the name that I've always wanted to name my little girl. Lacey? Yeah. Because remember, I wanted like an L Mm -hmm. to continue on the like Laura Lauren thing. Yeah. But I didn't, couldn't really find anything. And that was like the one that I like. I love the name Lacey. I think it's it's a very cute name. But, um, I hope it doesn't scar me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Okay. So it starts off on December 24th in 2002. Okay. So Lacey. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> so Lacey goes missing from her home in Modesto, California. She is eight months pregnant, and her and her husband have already, it's a little boy, and they have already named him Connor. Oh. Right. It's really cute. So on the morning of the 24th, Scott, um, he goes fishing, mm-hmm. and Lacey takes their dog for a walk. Okay. And he says, like, later that they they were cooking, they're watching this cooking show, it was like her favorite cooking show, and like, she was going to mop. <laughs> this whole time I was trying to fix this, you didn't whine at all. That sounded like a little trumpet. <laughs> no, lay down. I don't want to hear it. So they wake up, you know, they watch their favorite cooking show. She's like going to mop the floor and he's like, I was going to go um, play golf, but it's too cold. So I'm going to go fishing. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, people do fish when it's really cold. However, I don't feel like those are any different. Yeah, no, I don't think so either, but I guess he's changed his <coughs> Sounds mind. like a riveting day. I'm going to mop the floors. That's what I do in my free time. Same. I don't think I've, I hate mopping. I don't think I ever mop if I can avoid it. Yeah. I let Brittany do it. I would mop, but it was like like a little bone mop where I would just be mm, like, yeah. shh, shh. Wait, well, mom, like, we have like um, hardwood floors, you know? Mm-hmm. And mom makes us like spray them and like really that's mop what them. I, yeah, that's what I did. Anyway, so later on in the day... Um, a neighbor finds their dog, Mackenzie, wandering around, and so, with the leash still on. So, they just okay. put him in the backyard. Okay. Right. So, then, on his way home from the marina where he's going fishing, Scott mm-hmm. calls Lacey and leaves her a message saying, like, um, hey, beautiful, I need, I, they were supposed to pick, he was supposed to pick something up. Okay. And he's like, hey, beautiful, you know, like, I'm not going to get around to getting that. Can you get that? I'll see you when I get home. I love you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that he arrives home after driving back to his warehouse and uh sending some emails no he doesn't <laughs> no he doesn't no lies okay, scratch okay. that <laughs> golly and I, I put so much effort into this story no he doesn't i'm so obsessed with that okay let me just tell it in my own words stop reading your notes 
So Scott goes fishing. Okay. So he goes to his warehouse, gets mm-hmm. his boat, sends some emails to like his partners. He like works in fertilizer. Okay. So, so yeah. he like owns his own thing. He has like his own warehouse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in the middle of nowhere type thing. So he like hooks his boat up, goes fishing, and then comes back home, you know, drops the boat off back at his warehouse and like mm-hmm. calls Lacey, you know, like, hey, honey, I'm on my way home. I'm oh, not, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get the thing. Will you get it? Whatever. So, um, he was only fishing for like 90 minutes and he like traveled like 90 miles away to go fishing. Okay. Okay. So he comes home and the house is completely empty. Like Lacey's not there. Her car's in the driveway. Her purse and keys are still there. And he's like, well, I don't know. Maybe like she went to her mom's house. Like maybe she went to a friend's house, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he like takes a shower. He does his laundry really quick, you know, makes himself a pizza. And then like after a while, he's like, okay, Lacey's not coming home. So he calls yeah. Lacey's mom and her stepdad and he goes, Lacey's missing. And her stepdad's like, um, okay, like, what do you mean? And mm-hmm. he's like, she had, you know, like tells him he hasn't, she hasn't been home. We haven't heard from her. So her stepdad calls the police to report that she's gone missing. And you can listen to all of these um, recordings. Recordings, Yeah, they're really, really interesting. So they get to the house. The mm-hmm. police get to the house and they like start questioning Scott because his wife's gone. But they like pretty much immediately add him to the suspect list. Right. Be- always. Because he's the husband. Mm-hmm. Like that's and just. And the last person to see her, yada, yada. Right. So they decide to throw some like test his way to like gauge the reactions that he has. Mm-hmm. to like their questions and like the way they say things so they ask him to take a polygraph test and he declines and he won't do it throughout the entirety of the case hmm. and then he oh, seemed that's weird yeah that's i weird. don't know i do disagree with polygraph tests though because they're really based on like stuff that doesn't really always it, mean you're it lying. doesn't mean yeah it doesn't mean yeah. you're lying you could get nervous for that question just because you're like what if it picks up that i'm lying like well you like, know what and I mean? i'm a really jumpy person and like <coughs> everything makes me nervous you okay yeah so I could literally like you could be like where were you and I would be like oh my god where was I right exactly and suddenly you're like I don't know I don't know I don't remember anything ever right exactly but yeah so you know whatever the fact that he declined it I don't think that's a huge deal but I also feel like a little bit weird yeah like if I feel like my husband got murdered and they were like would you be willing to take a polygraph test I'd be like yes like hook me up to it like I will I'll do whatever you need to help find my husband Mm -hmm. some people though they take it more offensively like Oh, I would. Why would yeah. I? And why am I the suspect? Yeah. But we get it. We read these things yeah, all the time. So we're into it. So we're we like, know. okay, yeah, I know I'm going to be right. a suspect. But um, they also kind of thought it was weird that he seemed like really unconcerned about like the progress of the investigation. Okay. Because like they have this thing where you could see the interview. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they interview them. They take them in and they interview them mm-hmm. in the room and you can see it. And they're like asking Scott questions and he's like sitting back like this. And he's just like, yeah, like, I was with Lacey. Yeah, this happened. And they said, like, the entire time her other family members and friends were like, have you seen this? Or, like, have, right. have you heard what? this? Where is she? Where are you at in the investigation? Like, let's go. Let's go. You know, like, she's eight months pregnant. We need to find her. Mm-hmm. And Scott the whole time was just like, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? So that was kind of off about him. But Shaq does, like, such weird <laughs> things to people, too. Exactly. Because some people don't grieve the same way. Mm-mm. Um. Another thing they said that he was concerned about the wrong things. Like, when they were searching his truck, he, like, came over with, like, a glove on and, like, was like, oh, let me hold the door because you already hit it on my other car and I don't like that. Like, that he didn't want the cars to, like, the car door to hit his, like, the Land Rover that I see why people think that, like, that is 
not the thing to be concerned with, but coming from someone who literally, if I placed a cup on top of a car, he was like, no, Andy. no. <laughs> yes. He literally okay, was but- like, that was like nails on a chalkboard. Yes, too. I get that, but like the love of his life, who is right. anyone's pregnant with his child, is missing. They're trying to like. So well, he was probably like, "Don't damage the other things I love, please and thank you." Maybe I guess I don't. I don't think I would care about that. No, you but wouldn't. But I know, like, I guess guys literally care about that stuff well, so much more. Only weirdos, <clears throat> Andy. Um, <laughs> so then he also went to his shop and took a picture of his boat. And he kept asking them for receipts for, like, the slippers and the sunglasses that the tracking dogs used for Lacey, like, her scent. Okay. And he would be like, well, can I get a receipt for that, like, because he wanted his money back for the Oh, because he had to buy that stuff? Well, I, no, I don't think he bought it, but, like, he gave it to them. Oh, the stuff. Okay, yeah, her like the, stuff that yeah, they used Yeah, like, the stuff that they used reference. to scent for her scent. They, he, like, wanted the money back for it. That's weird because those aren't even expensive. Right. And then he was also super hesitant to even allow the police to search his home. Okay. So, like, they had to go get a search warrant. And then after the search warrant, he still, like, didn't want them in there. Okay. Okay. So. This guy's starting to creep me out a little bit. <clears throat> you have to watch the documentaries. And I'm trying to be. Ooh, okay. I'm trying to be unbiased and just tell you the facts. Mm-hmm. Because I'm super biased. Oh, because it's still unsolved? No. So Sharon Rocha, which is Lacey's mom, finds out that Scott has a boat. She was really surprised because she didn't even know that he had one. Hmm. So then Scott said that Lacey knew about the boat. And they were like, no, like Lacey knew that it was, I just got this boat. It was actually a gift for her stepdad. Like we were going to give it to him for Christmas or for his birthday or whatever. And they were like, well, that's kind of weird considering you went and took it fishing this morning. Yeah. Like, Why would you take it fishing if it was, it a, was gift? a gift for someone else? So, but also, did she not know that he, like, he was going fishing? I guess she just assumed not on his own boat. Who? Lacey. I don't know. They didn't even... She might like, have... I have some... Minor ideas. details, Lauren. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'll tell you about it at the end. Okay. So, at this point, though, the, the media finds out about it, and they jump on the story because... Things are weird. At this point... The media picks up on it. Yeah, and, like, on the, the seriousness of, like, this place that are looking at this guy like they start to realize like oh like he's like like a suspect Mm -hmm. so Lacey's family begins speaking publicly to the media because they're like well if the media is picking up on it like we're gonna use this yeah so they're like on camera you know like crying and like begging for her safe return home um and they adamantly supported Scott throughout this time like he's innocent he would never do this to Lacey he loved Lacey even though like the majority of the public believed he was guilty Mm mm-hmm the Rocha family, which is Lacey's family, they were like, no, he would never do this. Well, that's Until- nice. <laughs> I was going to say, well, that's nice right. that they're supporting him. So on December 31st, which is only like, you know. A couple days later. Right. They hold a vigil in honor of Lacey and Connor. Mm-hmm. And Scott declined to speak. He didn't want to speak at the vigil. And like, there were actually two pictures taken during the mm-hmm. service that like, he's laughing in them and smiling in them. And that really helped paint the picture of him being guilty right. because people were like, oh, look how carefree he is. Like, right. the media really was, like, laying into him. Yeah. So, it turns out, though, Scott Peterson had a secret girlfriend. Hmm. Her name was Amber Fry. Uh, she met Scott in December of the same year, and by the beginning of December, they were photographed together at a holiday party. Um, on December 20th, Scott had told Amber that he had lost his wife. This is four days before she went missing. Yeah. He had lost his wife, 
and that this would be his very first Christmas season without her. Did she not think to come forward with that? Oh, no, she does. Okay. But this but, is like, should have been know. way sooner than she that. She didn't know about it. Like, when as soon as oh. she found out about, I'll tell you about her. Like, she, what was happening? Yeah, like, she's a huge piece in this case. But so, like, the same day that he tells um, Amber Fry that he had lost his wife, it's the first Christmas season without her, is the same exact day he bought his boat. Mm. So this is December 20th, four days before Lacey goes missing. So on December 30th, which is the day before the vigil, Mm -hmm. Amber becomes aware of Lacey's case and of her disappearance, and she calls the tip line. And she says, um, you know, like, hey, this guy that I'm seeing sounds a lot like this. I think this is him. And she immediately starts working with the cops and starts recording all of her phone conversations with Scott. Mm. So like I'm saying, like, she's literally huge in this. Right. You can hear all their phone calls, too. So then the next day, which is the day of the vigil, mm-hmm. Scott tells Amber he's bringing in the New Year's with some friends in Paris. Okay. <laughs> he is literally talking to her on the phone at Lacey's vigil. Wow. Like, oh, I'm having so much fun. Like, we're about to ring in the New Year. Like, wish you were here. At his missing wife's vigil. Not only missing wife, but missing wife and child. Right. Okay. 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 <laughs> Like, okay, I can get it when you don't love somebody anymore and you're like, I just went out. But, like, literally, she's pregnant with your child. And, yes, like, dads don't become dads until they, like, actually see a baby. But still. But it's still yours and you know it's yours. Yeah. Right. So, at this point, though, no one knows that the police know about Scott's affair. Mm Mm-hmm. So... You know, Scott's still calling her and talking to her, and she's recording. Right, and he still thinks it's, like, a secret. I think she ended up recording over 29 hours of Jeez. phone conversations. How do you even do that? Talk that long? No, how do you... Oh, you they, they had to go, like, buy a chart, like a... I was going to say. Yeah, like, the police set it all up for her. So, on January 5th, the diver, some divers used sonar equipment to search the Berkeley Marina, where mm-hmm. Scott had gone fishing, but they didn't find anything. Fast forward to mid-January, the police learned that the National Enquirer is in possession of the photo of Scott and Amber that was taking, taken okay. at the party. At the party. So on January 24th, they decide kind of like to jump the gun, and Amber has a press conference where she reveals the affair and mm-hmm. confesses that Scott told her that he was single and that his wife was dead. Mm. So after the press conference, Lacey's family turns on Scott. After they find out of well, about yeah. his affair. And the, they had, like, set up an organization where a group of people were helping look for Lacey. Mm-hmm. And all of the volunteers stopped helping. What? Like, they turned on Scott. Well, yeah, but I would still look for her. Well, I know. I don't think they stopped looking for her. But I, mean, I think they, like, stopped helping him. Like, I oh, think okay. they went in there did their own thing. So, even more later in January, uh, Scott decides to do an interview with Diane Sawyer from Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. But this idiot, he digs himself into a deeper hole because mm-hmm. he lied about telling the police about his affair the day Lacey went missing. And Like, he, he, he they d- knew that he told them? No, he said he did tell them. Okay. And he didn't. Okay. And then, um, they, like, they, I watched the video of his... Good Morning America episode? Well, no, well, yeah, that. But, like, also, like, the interview with the cops. Yeah. And um, he, they asked him, like, how is your marriage? Do you guys have any problems? And he's like, no, no, our marriage is great. And then he also claims that Lacey knew about his affair with Amber Fry. Our marriage is great. And that she, she just was knows about okay with it. Yeah. Right. She's fine with it. And then finally, the last thing he did that, like, really dug him in a hole was he referred to Lacey in the past tense. He mm. said she was amazing. And then he tried to 
fix it. And I was like, she is amazing. Mm. Anyway, the physical evidence that was found was a single piece of hair that was believed to be Lacey's that was wrapped around a pair of pliers that were on the boat. Mm-hmm. And there were some homemade anchors they believed he used to weigh down Lacey's body. But they never saw the anchors, just the piles in his workshop. Yeah. That, like, looked like he had made, like, five piles. And you could, like, see, like, the dry cement around it. Okay. I'll, sh- I'll, p- I'll post the picture of it. And then um, there were canine tracking dogs that reacted to Lacey's scent at the marina before her body was found. But it would later come out to say, like, the dogs had been wrong, like, a substantial amount of times in the mm. past. So they kind of... <coughs> had to yeah, throw like, that out. Yeah, like, you can't... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they did pick up her scent there, technically, but, like, they had also, like, 90% of the time or something, like, it was, like, a huge amount of time the dogs had been wrong in the past. Oh. So, now we're in April, and two decomposed bodies wash ashore at the Berkeley Marina. Mm. One was a woman's torso, and the other was an infant. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. So, days later, DNA confirms that the bodies were Lacey and Connor. And Lacey's head and her limbs were never found. Like, only her torso was ever found. And the baby had rope or tape around his neck, and he had one ear that was taped down. That's the part. I'll get to that part later, because it's really weird. That's very weird. Yeah. It's weirder that he didn't just... I'm assuming this was him. (laughs) (laughs) It's weirder that whoever killed her... Didn't just kill her. They literally took the baby out. Yeah. And killed the baby too. Yeah. That's what's weird. That's what's sick. Because like, if he would have killed the mom, the baby was going to die too. Right. But like to remove him from her Mm -hmm. body and then to like actually murder him as well is like Mm -hmm. so, so, so sickening. Well, at the time that the bodies were found, Scott was staying with his family in San Diego because he was trying to avoid all the media attention. Mm -hmm. Because like he couldn't even leave his house. Like people were like, Completely. And I can imagine that they were angry. Yes. A lot of people were. So, in San Diego is where he was arrested. Mm -hmm. He was at a golf course. Like, he had just pulled into a golf course on the 18th of April. In his car was $10,000 cash, camping gear, which included, like, knives and ropes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, His brother's ID and four cell phones. Children's books, hiking boots, a shovel, a fishing pole, and a dozen Viagra pills. He was near the Mexican border and had dyed his hair blonde and grew had grown a beard. They believed he was trying to make a run for yeah. it. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, he was like, I'm not trying to make a run for it. I'm just trying to stay out of the public eye and change my appearance. Because I'm getting so much okay. trash from people. Right. So he was arraigned on April 21st, 2003, and charged with two counts of murder. He pled not guilty, but was convicted on November 12th. Yay. 2004, a first-degree murder of Lacey <laughs> Peterson and second-degree murder of Connor Peterson. In March 2005, the judge sentenced Scott to death via lethal injection, and he is currently at San Quentin State Prison and to this day maintains his innocence. Is um, he on death row? Mm-hmm. Right. He has filed two appeals in the time. They're what both year did you say that was? 2004. <clears throat> Are you still sitting there? Mm-hmm. Well. Um, he's asked for a new trial, but the request request was denied due to the overwhelming evidence yeah i was just gonna say there's so much evidence i also feel like he should have been first degree murder both i think you didn't there was a law at the time about like um connor because like to me the fact that he like he specifically cut the infant out and 
killed him as well. That's completely 100% premeditated. Yeah. That wasn't like, I killed the mom and therefore the baby died. Yeah, no, no, no. no. There was a law. Like, there's a new law. I can't remember. I think it's literally called like Connor's Law or something or Lacey's mm. Law or something like that now in California. Like they changed the law to where like if you were to murder like a – because he was a fetus at the time. Right. Like – Well, he wasn't when he pulled him out. Right. But I do want to tell you about the other suspects or like people because mm-hmm. like, okay, my Uncle Brendan and Joanne don't think he's guilty mm. because – now I do think he's guilty. Right. And especially because he's mom, so, especially because he has a motive. The, that's the thing for me. I think if Amber Fry would have never come out and said like, "Look at all this," like I think you could have been like, "Oh, there's a lot of circ-. like it's yeah. still very circumstantial. A lot of the evidence is really circumstantial." Yeah, and I could see like like you said, if she had never come out, then it would look really vague. Right, but but it doesn't. So let me tell you about the other people's yeah and if i was ever one of these people that like accidentally got involved with someone who's a murderer i'd be like i would be I? like yeah my luck well i would be like how did i not know yeah that <laughs> too. you would think you would you would think but, but i mean they're so good at like yeah. playing the role so there was um i would just feel shocked though i'd be like i'm never like, so dating betrayed. again yeah, exactly if i can't see that there's Look, a murder I feel, I feel that way now <clears throat> about totally normal men like mm-hmm they do like one weird thing, and I'm like, I can't like, ever date again. Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going, but I, I get your point. But um, on New Year's Eve, the day that Lacey went missing, mm-hmm. people. You mean Christmas Eve? Did I say New Year's Eve? Yeah. I was thinking about New Year's. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Eve, the day she went missing, there was the cro- the house across the street was being robbed. Oh. And people, a lot of people think that, like, Lacey stuck her nose into the situation by being like, I'm calling the cops. Or maybe she was walking by with the dog. Right. And so they think, like, they kidnapped Lacey. And there were, like, some some statements saying, like, people had seen a pregnant woman getting out of a van and going pee and then getting back into a van. Like, so you think she got kidnapped and got, you know, out of hand. And then mm. because of the um, media posting that, Scott had been at the Berkeley Marina. They think that they put their bodies in the there. Oh, yeah. To frame him. I could see that, I right. guess. And there was another one, too. Oh, this is it. She was walking the dogs in the park, and this one woman who was, like, taking a smoke break or whatever saw her walking, and two men were following her, screaming at her, telling her to shut that dog up, and, like, calling her names. Like, so a lot of people think, like, she was followed home and that yeah. by those two men and that she was murdered that way and then again like was framed for putting i guess i could see that but also like why would you ever tell somebody that your wife was already gone that's the thing for me that's the one thing that trips me up i can't get over the fact that he had totally told Amber that his wife was missing four days before she went missing yeah i guess so and then he bought a boat well i was gonna say unless he planned on leaving her but i guess if he was more specific as to the missing part then they, yeah. that doesn't really count well i love it because she, um like i listened to, to the phone recordings like i said mm-hmm. and amber fry is so sassy with him because she's right like, i'd be sassy too i'd be like i know what you well she goes he was like why she goes why did you tell me your wife was missing um or that you lost your wife and he goes there are different kinds of loss amber and i think that he was saying like i don't know what i think he was saying but yeah, he's I don't know. very. He makes himself guilty, even if he wasn't. Right, he's terrible. <laughs> he, you know, like he didn't. He wasn't upset at all about 
Right. Her going missing, he was super weird about, like, not wanting the police to search his home or his cars or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think he made himself look sketchy. There's so, so much more. Yeah, and then it's also, like, if he really, like, even if he didn't want to be with her, like, because, like, the family's obviously. I'm so sorry. It's because it goes off my Yeah. Phone. It's because the family's obviously, like, no, he loves her. Like, he's a great husband, and I could see that for maybe, like, a character thing, but if he was already kind of having an affair sort of thing. Yeah, then... people, like, my mom, so me and my mom watched, like, three documentaries about this, mm-hmm. and, um. My mom kind of said, like, the affair is what got him. Mm -hmm. Like, if he would have never had the affair with Amber, like, so much of this, people would have been like. I also don't think people are usually that smart to murder someone and be like, where should we hide the body and wait. That's how I feel about it, too. And be like, okay, now let's go dump it there. I agree. And I also think that they would have been seen. Yeah. But, like, the people at the marina, like, the day that Scott went fishing said like oh well we saw scott there and like there wasn't anything in his weird yeah yeah but at the same time yeah could have been disguised as fishing gear but it could have been anything also people who use generally people who rob places they're robbing them for the reason of money they're not out to be murdering people usually read they might shoot like if somebody's in the house they might do that just so that they can get away with things like just yeah, yeah. But they generally don't rob to kidnap. Well, and I even like um, listened to the NBC, um, what's it called? Da- not Dateline. Is that what it's called? Um, there's a Dateline. There's, I don't I don't know what networks they all belong to. There's Dateline. There's like 60 I think Dateline minutes. and NBC. Like... I listened to the podcast episode where they did Lady, Lacey Peterson. And um, one of the guys who actually, like one of the robbers was like, yo, you can interview me. Like, I did not murder this woman. Right. Yo, yo, I did that. I'll right. admit. But, but I did said, murder this lady. Right. That wasn't on me. But a lot of people said it was sketchy because, like, the cops lied about um, when the robbery took place. Robbery? Mm. Is that the right word? Yeah. They said, like, oh, no, it didn't happen on New Year's Eve. It happened, like, on the day before or the 26th or something like that. And people were like, why are you lying? So right. A lot so of it just So that they could kind of try and frame up. him. Kind of the same thing as, like, making a murderer when the cops tried to, like, all, you know. You'll have to. Even if he was, you know, guilty, you you can't just, like, falsify evidence to make it that way. Like, you you can't do that. You have to watch it or, like, listen to someone else do it more justice because I'm a little biased because I have Mm -hmm. have listened to it um, so much and, like, read into it. And I really feel like he is guilty. I feel you. But that's just me. Like, there's one on Hulu. I think it's called literally, like, The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Okay. And where, that's, did, where else did you watch your other ones? All on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. There was like two or three on Hulu. And then I listened to some podcasts about it as well. <laughs> Bless your soul. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go get food after this. Okay. It's 919. Are you sure you don't want me to just make you some pizza rolls or something? No, you good. Okay. What up, y'all? Hey. Um, this is the exact same episode as before, except that... It's a new day. It's a new day, yeah. <laughs> we had to stop mid-episode because... I had an eye doctor appointment and you had to go back to work. I had to go back to work. Yeah, like we have weird schedules. Like my route, I run a route for my job. And so I run an AM route and a PM route. So I have like a couple hours in between the routes, which is when we normally try to cram in. Mm -hmm. And And then I have like full days off during the week. Right. So I'm turning this down. Hopefully it's me. Am I turning it down? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so now you guys have already heard my story, which was done like five days ago. <laughs> and you're going to hear Lauren's story, which yeah. is great. 
and I have popcorn to listen to this episode, <laughs> this, this creepy tale. So let me let me get my popcorn already. I'm gonna um, try to sit back from the microphone, but I'll try to give you some ooze and us. <laughs> All right. So this is that really. <laughs> This is that um, story that I told you was super interesting to me and a lot of other people because um, her death is still a mystery. Um, did you do a? Did you do a murder or a ghost? It's both. So it you'll just listen. It's, it's like it's not a murder. Okay. It's her death is a mystery because of like some weird happenings. Okay. And where it happened is haunted. So. Um, so this girl, this happened in 2013 and I'm sure a lot of people probably know what I'm going to talk about since it's like in our generation, but I don't remember hearing about this either. So this is about Elisa Lam and she was staying. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know exactly. I think it's Lamb. Liz and Lamb. Lisa Lamb. Elisa. Sure. Alyssa. We'll, we'll switch off because I don't know the pronunciation. I think so, I know what you're talking about. Elisa Lam is, um, traveling by herself. In, um, along the West Coast, and she's from Vancouver in, um, Cal- uh, wow, California, wow. Vancouver, California. No. no. My favorite place. <laughs> Beautiful city. Everyone should go. Freaking Canada. Okay. I'm sorry. So, I'm very sarcastic tonight. I can feel it in you me. You can feel it in your cheeks? Yeah, like. I, I feel just, it in my cheeks when I'm like When that. you feel sarcastic, you're like, ooh, <laughs> what are my cheeks going to say this time? <laughs> um, so anyway, she's staying at this hotel in Los Angeles, the Cecil Hotel, which I'll tell you a really cool history about it. Like, after I tell you her story. Tell me. So she was actually found dead in their water tanks. She had been there. Like I said, she was traveling by herself just along the West Coast. And she had been staying there in, like, a hostel-like room where they're, you know, just open and there's other people in there. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had that. I didn't either. So, and apparently she started acting strangely and, like, people were complaining. And so they had, they placed her in her own room because of the strange behavior. So her parents said that she called them every single night, you know, to tell them about, like, where she'd been and just tell them about the trip and that she was safe. And when I, I did that with my parents and I live at home. Right. And one night she didn't call. And they thought that that was weird. So then they, you know, alerted the authorities. Well, she'd been missing for, like, a week before they could find her. And she – there's video footage that you should definitely go look up. If you're listening, you should definitely go look at it. It's really weird. She, like, stands in the elevator and the door is open. And she just stands there. And then she, like, kind of walks towards the edge of the door and, like, peers out and then steps back in and just stands there again. Well, then she peers back out again, but, like, really fast and, like, looks both ways and then, like, throws herself back into the elevator again. And then, like... Have you heard, like, the um, elevator game that goes with it? uh Uh-uh. You haven't heard that theory? No. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me Oh, the theory about how she was pushing the the buttons in a certain order? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a game where it's supposed to take you, like, to a different dimension or something. Yeah, it's a... Well, they... What's that? (laughs) What is that? I don't know, because it's not like the dog's walking. It's my water. It's the pipes. Oh, it is. (laughs) That's interesting. Never this long. Huh. Can you hear me? Crunch you said my it's so, I don't know. Not when um, I'm talking. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's so, like a game. It's like yeah. It's a game. Well, they think they based the game off of it. There's like folklore or something, like an old story about like the numbers the, yeah. in the order that she did. And then they based a video game off of her 
Oh, I didn't know that. But no, she's it's a game that she's playing. Well, they, there's this theory that she's playing this game, mm-hmm. which is eventually like how she ends up getting killed. And the theory is like if you do all these buttons in the correct order, right? Like it take, takes you to a different dimension. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people think she was like playing this game, and that's why she was like being super sketchy. Yeah. And the elevator, like looking, see if like is she out of in this right. dimension or in a different one. And she like. She, so she pushed a bunch of the elevator buttons mm. in a specific order, and, but, like, they look random. But, yeah, just really strange behavior. And then about um, a week later, people were complaining about the water tasting funny and having weird water pressure. <laughs> they found her dead in the water tanks. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable laughing. I know, because, like, could, could you, you imagine? imagine drinking the water? I would immediately no, throw up if someone too. told me that. Absolutely. Immediately. I would die. Like, I would literally... I would cry immediately. Mm-hmm. And then I would, feel, I would like go to the, I would become a hypochondriac, like going to the doctor, like, is yeah. something wrong with me? Like, I consumed dead body. Oh, is God. Wrong it could me? be, you could have something wrong with you. I don't know. Anyway, mad um, cow disease. <laughs> is it, so, what is mad cow disease? That's when they eat each other. I don't remember what that one is. I'll have to Google it later. <laughs> so she, so what's so mysterious about her death is that they ruled her, they, first off, they don't know how she got into that water tank. The door to the roof access has an alarm. Okay. They said none, the alarm was never tripped. They don't have any security footage of her. They don't know how she got up there, and then they don't even know how she got into the water tank. Right. And then they had to cut it open just to get her out. So she, they did an autopsy on her, and she, it was ruled that she drowned. So, like, so why is she even in why. there? Yeah. So then, like, why and how is she even in there? And... Then she just drowned in there. So and what made her get in the water tank? Well, they did, an auto- they did the autopsy, so they also did, like, a toxicology report. And there are no, like, lethal amounts of drugs in her system, and there's no um, illegal drugs in her system. She, weird. however, was bipolar and took antipsychotics and things like that. Okay. They said one of her medications she was still taking. Like, it was in the full amount that it should be. Another one of her medications was in there but not at what we call a therapeutic amount so it means that she hadn't taken it regularly okay so a lot of people have a theory that she was just like literally going psycho off her meds like yeah but even so like she still at least had a little bit in her system and was taking another one so you think i honestly i don't think somebody would be that crazy off their meds and if they were were, like why would they be traveling alone right her parents should have been way more concerned for her to can care a little uh, travel alone so anyway that's like her story but there's not much to it and it's just such a mysterious death however this is all happening in the cecil hotel in los angeles yes and that is actually the hotel that's uh is it season five or something i forget what season it's american horror story yes of american horror story that hotel is like Mm -hmm. the basis of that whole series and people have committed suicide by jumping out of the windows before mm-hmm. like multiple and um they think that the black dahlia had her last drink at the hotel bar before she ended up dead um it I says still popcorn all over me <laughs> i want to do a whole episode about the black dahlia that would be so cool in 62 Polly Notton jumped from a ninth floor window um oh oh my goodness she killed herself and another person while she because she landed on top of him oh my god <gasps> I saw this thing on Facebook today about this woman who was walking, mm-hmm. and um, she died because there was a plane that was above her, and it mm-hmm. had, like, a leaky toilet, and frozen urine stabbed her. Oh, my God. 
Honestly, I believe it, though. What a way to die. Right? <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I just saw it on Facebook. I'm just, you know, I read it on the internet. <laughs> Everything on the internet is accurate. <laughs> um, the same year that that person killed herself, uh, Julia Moore jumped from the eighth floor window and Helen Gurney from the seventh floor in 1954. So multiple people have jumped out the windows committing suicide. Wow. Um, and there's also quite a few uh famous killers that stayed there like like serial killers yes um so it says the night stalker richard Mm -hmm. ramirez he was a murderer of 13 people and five attempted murders 11 sexual assaults and 14 burglaries and he lived in the cecil at the time of his spree crazy yeah um there was also an austrian serial killer jack unterweger uh he was the vienna strangler he uh, moved into the hotel six years after the Night Stalker. And then um, because of that history, they said that the old building was actually recently granted landmark status because it had opened back in the 1920s, which is considered the beginning of the lodging industry. Hmm. So while it's not like a super long story because we don't have a ton of evidence and things like that, but it really intrigued me because nobody can even really figure out what the heck happened. Because it would be one thing if it was, like, she was nuts and she, like, got in there. But, like, the roof alarm didn't go off. (laughs) They're not even sure how she got in there. I I remember listening to another podcast cover this this one. And they said, like, the way that the water tank was set up was, like, you couldn't get into it by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, she couldn't have gotten in and closed it by herself. Right. Like, somebody else would have Because if you would have gotten in, like, you would have fallen in. Like, you wouldn't be able to close the lid and right be in it that you would have had to close the lid from the outside for it yeah to be able like for her isn't to that so insane it's That's like who, who has that who helped her i'm like oops somebody knows right somebody out there knows isn't that crazy you think our secrets are big <laughs> lauren and i we just spent like 40 minutes before this episode talking about our secrets even though they're nothing <laughs> do you have any ghosts for me that was my ghost. Or that was my, like, it's a weird, because, like, in my opinion, I feel like that's really creepy, and I feel like I don't know if that was a person or if she was possessed. Like, what if she was possessed? I wonder if that hotel has any ghosts. Plus, it does. That's It said that it's super haunted and people go there to visit it um, because of it, and that, like, I want to know why. Like, those girls obviously felt compelled to commit suicide, and why there all the time, you know? What if they said that people have noticed weird things in that hotel? And so I wonder if that was literally like, was it a version of mental instability or was We've it? We've talked about that a lot. Paranormal. Yeah, exactly. And so like, it's not really distinctive in that one, but I feel like because she was already acting weird on her own. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody was following her or somebody was like, you know, pursuing to kill her. I honestly don't think she was murdered. You think she killed herself? Yeah, I think she killed herself either by way of, like... Like, on accident or on purpose? I don't even know if it was on purpose, necessarily. But, like, I don't know if she was possessed or if she was just going crazy. Hmm. But, like, clearly people feel the need to compel... Or to, you know, commit suicide while they're there. And weird, dark creatures have lived there, considering the The serial murderers. killers. I'm gonna Google Cecil Hotel. Isn't that so weird? It says some some that committed suicide ingested poison, shot themselves, or slit their own throats. 
other than jumping out of the yeah that's a wild an army sergeant oh he slashed his own throat with a razor and like why is it that people choose to go there to do it you know yeah so i feel like maybe it's something that happens once they're there maybe there's a daunting presence there maybe or like i wonder if like they know of the the history and the they histories? just choose to go there yeah for so they're just like well maybe like they're used to it you know what i mean like or mm-hmm. maybe like this is where i want to like if i'm gonna end my life like maybe it should be here because like so many other people have done it here you know what i mean like and you know what I, I this is how crazy my mind is because then i'm like well what if the devil's putting that idea in their head in the first place <laughs> it's literally me yeah i don't know that's so wild i want to see if there's like any specific like happenings yeah like anything like because some hotels have like very specific reasons why they're haunted yeah like oh this happens here and like we know it's this ghost oh that this whole story is just a giant mystery yeah like they don't have any even though that looks like a ghost right there it didn't when i was reading the history of it it didn't say that anything specific happened Mm -hmm. there except for the like what was weird happening yeah like it just has like a lot of Mm -hmm. um like deaths and suicides and weird people yeah This woman birthed her child and then threw him out of the hotel window. Oh, my God. In September 1944. Dorothy Purcell. Purcell. Apparently, she had no idea she was pregnant when she went into labor. Mm -hmm. And then after giving birth, she thought that the baby was stillborn, so she threw him out the window. Likely story. It's like that cheerleader that thought her baby was stillborn and she buried buried it in the backyard backyard after burning it alive. Wow. This is wild. No, there's, but there's no real reason. Yeah, like, they don't have any, like, Mm-mm. um... I couldn't find something that made it, like, re- the reason it was haunted. For sure, there's nothing really, specifically, like, everything that you click on just says, like, this happened at the hotel, this murder, or this suicide. Mm-hmm. But it never says, like why it would have been that way in the first place yeah or it never says like um a ghostly figure is often seen in the ballroom mm-hmm. dancing with the love of his life for eternity or something like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. wild apparently the 1930s is like really when the suicides started mm-hmm. whoa I'm gonna but like I, yeah so like what do you guys think how do you think she died what do you think there was a murder do you think it was i think just was her murdered. off her meds you think she was murdered? Yeah. I, I could see that. It's I haven't just like, really, like, listened. Like, the one that I you, listened to really, really went into her story. Uh-huh. Like, her background and everything. And I haven't listened to it in a, like, really long time. So I can't exactly remember. Yeah. But. Well, some people were like, well, it kind of looks like she's being followed when she's in, being weird in the elevator. But I was like, if I was being followed, I wouldn't be looking out into the hallway. I'd be like, get me off of this floor. Right. You know? Well, if the, if the elevator wasn't closing, you would be like, oh, my God. But then, she, but she wasn't really like that. She was just kind of standing there. It yeah. was really odd. Yeah. I mean, the, for sure is weird. Okay. So this thing says um, this live sci-fi dot tv uh-huh i guess they um like a year after she was in december of 2014 they decided to investigate the hotel room where eliza lamb stayed before she disappeared was found dead mm-hmm. Oops. you're fine um so they decided to use a ouija board mm-hmm. and they believe that all of the answers they received were not from eliza herself but from an evil p- 
presence in the hotel. See, I yeah. possessed. And then, like, people believe that the elevator is haunted. And I don't like elevators. Really? Well, how many ele- how many movies have we watched? Didn't we watch an entire movie called Devil that was, like, yes, in, it was an elevator? in an elevator? That was a good movie, too. Because that was... For how... I, I was going to say what happens, but... I don't even y'all. remember. Like, the old lady that was trapped in there was the devil. Oh, yeah! That was a good movie! It was, yeah, it was decent. Yeah. You know, guys, you should go watch it now that we've ruined it. It's called Devil. <laughs> it w- it's still, like, real... Su- I'm it's literally wild. picturing her eyeballs right now. It was wild. We watched that a very long time ago. Wow. Okay. I know this whole thing is just a mystery. There's so much that happens at the hotel. Deaths. Like... Yo. He, we should definitely put that on our list. What? Going to, to the Cecil yeah. Hotel? I think that it's not very nice now. Mm. Like, it's run down. Oh, good. It's cheap then. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> you're Lauren, you're going to uh, get us murdered. No, I'm not. Does the Cecil Hotel still exist? Yeah, it's called Stay on Main. Oh, that's right. I did read that. It's a budget hotel in downtown LA. So, yeah, cheap. Yeah, it has three stars. I bet. Yeah, when I was there, someone touched me in the night. <laughs> like, I stayed, and, like, the experience was fine. Like, I got free breakfast, but... Uh, I double kept trying to get me kill myself. Right. So, just take off one star for that. Oh, it says three stars on Google, but it says two-star hotel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I want to... Ah. I want to go... Like, let me click on the freaking website. <laughs> let me book a time. Oh, man. Okay. We'll look into it. Well, I have a joke. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, my mom and dad just got back from Jamaica. Yeah. So I um, chose a vacation joke. Okay. Where does a ghost go on vacation? I don't know. Malibu. I was going to say, it's got to be something with boo in it. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Okay. That's all, guys. That is the story of... I want to know everyone else's hotel. opinion. Yeah. Email us your guys' opinions at hocuspocusbogus at outlook.com. Yes. We're very curious about it. Or comment on our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just throw some of your ideas out there because we want to hear them. Right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Hocus Pocus your Bogus. Suggestions, ideas, personal stories, all those. All the chats. Yeah, we haven't gotten any personal stories in a long time. Mm-hmm. So send us your personal stories because I'm starting to think you guys hate us. <laughs> They're like, no, I don't want to tell you. They're like, we actually do hate you. We're not sending you our personal stories. <laughs> Red. Send us your personal stories. Okay. At Hocus Pocus Bogus is Instagram. At HPB Podcast is Facebook and Twitter. And at Hocus Pocus Bogus at Outlook.com is our email. Yay. Yay. So send us your stuff. Okay? Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs>